0: It's the Way Podcast.
1: It's a way of life. Tastes
0: like freedom. It's the most divine microcosm. Mind-blowing. 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 It's a revolution. Heart wide open. Liberated love. It's liberated Conscious
1: love. conversations. Conscious conversations. The exhilarated the exhilarated expansion, expansion, of expansion of self. Sacred sexuality. whatever you like. All, all I know. I know is it feels feels amazing. amazing. It's the most decadent way, it's the most decadent way to live.
0: Intimate and intuitive conversations with epic humans who are disrupting the status quo and living a life with stereo untypical success. Hello and welcome to the hedonistic way at midday show. Now, Today's guest I'm really excited about because she said something in a Facebook group and I don't know this incredible woman. I've never met her, but instantly I knew that she had to be on the show because she said something that just touched me in a way that resonated with my soul and that was how our wealth is in direct alignment and it matches our self-worth. Now, we speak about a lot of self-worth on this show, not because it's this hot topic but right now, but it is just a friggin' little bugbear that penetrates into so many different elements of our lives and our being. So I'm super excited to bring this extraordinary woman who is doing amazing work in this realm. She is a whole bunch of things. She's a light worker. She's a Palladian healer. She is an intuitive Reiki master and a bunch of other things. But what I really want to share with you today is... How to set your soul on fire, how to set yourself free and say yes to abundance.
1: I'm fantastic. I'm really excited about the opportunity to have a chat about this topic because it's so important and so misunderstood, actually. I basically work with people's money energy now, and I've done a whole bunch of courses to get me to that point. Money Reiki, yes. the really specific energy, and I feel like it kind of attuned me to a particular thing, but I bring all of the tools to work now. Like I can really focus in on people's personal money energy, so I use all yes. of it. Um to, to connect what, into the religion and work with it. I'm
0: curious to know is that, I and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like it was something that you realised along the way. So you had all of these healing modalities up your sleeve and then you realised that you, you. I feel like you almost stumbled across this thing in your experience where you realised that this money blockage or, you know, our ability to attract and build and hold wealth um, is huge for so many people. So tell me about how and why it's really, hello, um, how money, yeah, how, how come you're so passionate about money?
1: Because I've had a really, really crappy relationship with money for most of my life and I wanted to be spiritual yep. and it was open-hearted and I had all those same um, beliefs that are kind of ingrained in the culture that if you want money you're greedy and it's better to give it than to receive it and rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Um, and I had a lot of life experiences that made me really incredibly passionate about empowering first myself and then other people. And yeah. I got dragged kicking and screaming to being a money energy healer because I had yeah. all my crap, so I didn't want to focus on that because I still thought it was superficial and not really, you know, yeah. what the call. And then I realised that, like, money is deeply spiritual, but it's just the most misunderstood energy on the entire planet and I've always been for the underdog. So I'm working to get people to really understand that money is just a tool and it gets blamed for so many things and we push Mm. it away, fight it, we hate it and then we're, like, pissed off that it's not having our back and supporting us. And what I've realised is what I care about is, like, empowerment freedom, fun, and flow. Like when you're you're in all of those things, like that's what spirituality is about. It's about being empowered. It's about having choice, discernment, all of those things. And the blocks to those things are the exact things that block money from people. So I Mm -hmm. realise that if I work with people about their money stuff, because people are willing to do things for their money stuff that they're not willing to do for their spirituality, but they're the same. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like money is such a motivator for people to get them to really look at things and change things um, and but but you can't heal your money in isolation. It goes out and ram- has ramifications throughout all of your life because money mm. is about birth, but it's about giving, it's about receiving, it's about empowerment, it's about so many things. And mm. like money is a great way to focus in and clear up all that rubbish. Yeah,
0: that And then you can expand into more of who you are. Yeah. But absolutely, it's it's a motivator for all of us why is why do so many people i want to say, i wanted to say women then um, yeah so but why do so many women and people struggle with their ability to hold on to wealth
1: there's so much to that there's a there's a lot of like a million answers i could give you that so i'm just going to give you whatever comes first uh, money every each individual person has got divinity at their core and then on top of that, we've got our wounds and our traumas and our stuff, which makes us sometimes act in ways that don't look divine, right? So if you can accept that, I'll I'll, I'll, show, I'll tell you this. Money is the same. At the core of money is the energy of divine prosperity and at the core of it, it feels like love. But on top of that is all the blocks and all the rubbish and all the trauma that humanity has done in the name of money or for money that sits on mm. top of the divinity of money, right? So each individual person has to clean up their own money stuff before they can think about money or feel into money and feel the divinity. And you can only get to the goodness when you've cleared that up in yourselves. So that's why some Mm. people look at money and think about money and feel, oh, yuck, oh, bad, don't want it. And some people who have got a clean money energy can tune into it and feel like it's like for goodness, like it's good. But it's a personal journey that needs to happen. And there's so much societal trauma and issues to do with the ideas about money, which I don't think are correct, that keep open-hearted people pushing money away. And this, I'll say one other thing. The idea that money is limited is responsible for the heart, the heart-centered people taking only a small slice of the pie for themselves. If you buy into the idea that there is only a finite quantity of money on the world, like, it, like it's a pie, that people who are yeah. generous and heart-centred will want to take a small slice or just enough so that there's enough yeah. left to go around for other people. But that's yeah. not what's true. Like if you look at the money on our planet today, it is wildly bigger than what was 100 years ago. Money is actually yeah. expanding to the am- amount that we allow it. So if you bust that feeling in yourself like there's a limited thing, that will help the heart-centred people to open up to the flow and realise that when you spend money, you are helping somebody. Like that money is flowing yes. to them. Money is like yes. consciousness. It's like energy and attention. And you can give it and you can receive it. And it's a beautiful thing when you know how to connect to it on the deep level. Yeah. So how do we
0: begin to connect with it and start to really transmute some of those blocks that we have around money.
1: That's an exceptionally good question. And if it's something that you've never done before, the idea of money energy by itself can be a bit like, huh, what are you talking about? But you've got a personal energy and then you've also got a personal money energy. And um, okay. I'm going to give you the link. I've got a free meditation that actually trains people in being able to start to connect into their money energy and dialogue with it and ask questions and start to create shifts in themselves. And if you do yeah. that, like, regularly, and, you know, yeah. you don't always have to listen to the meditation, but it's a really good way to train you into listening into it and to relax into it. Um, so I'm happy yeah. to give you the link. It's free. There's no obligation with that. So, like, I want this stuff to become, like, popular knowledge out in the world absolutely Absolutely.
0: so when you say that we've got I mean like you know I think most people will be aware that we you know we've got our own personal energy but what is the difference between our personal energy and our personal money energy
1: um in some ways nothing and in some ways everything so it gets one of those things that's again a little bit difficult to describe but There are are people who can have open flows for a lot of things and closed flows for a lot of things, which is, for example, why you get people that don't look very heart-centered who have have, have an open flow to money. So it's not just that you open up all of your receiving and it impacts every area of your life. It's like everything's got a, its own individual particular energy and it can be, a, it can all be addressed and it can all be open and it can all be fixed so that you have a level of flow. But you can have, um, like, things that you're open to in your life while still having other things that you're close to. And that's kind of like your energy for each of those things. And what I've found in my work with people, and like, it's actually the money stuff. And so you could just say working energetically with the money stuff is the same, but in my experience, like the, the the traditional healing methods for me didn't create the kind of change that once I connected into what I feel is the money energy, just creates possibilities that standard healing for me personally um, didn't didn't really achieve. Yeah,
0: yeah, I get that. Tell me, let's. I really want to explore worth and wealth. Um, For me I find it absolutely fascinating and as I said you know in the intro it's I just happened to stumble across a post that you'd written talking about that and it just resonated with me absolutely big time because I think that we all have stuff around money and worth so let's you, yeah, Tell me about what comes up for you if I ask you about about worth and wealth.
1: Well, I always want to start by talking about babies because people can accept this and understand this. So a baby is born, a natural instinct is to take care of it, is to give it food and love and nourishment. That baby yep. doesn't have to do a single thing to earn its worth, to prove its worth, to earn its food, to earn its nourishment. To earn its love like it doesn't need to do anything and we were all born that way and we see a baby and we recognize it and our natural instinct is to give and that is our natural instinct always and worth and money become so connected because people think of money as the value of something it isn't it is the amount that someone is willing to exchange for something else That's what it is. Mm. And I'm not a stamp collector. Like if there's a really expensive stamp out there in the world, someone else might be willing to pay a heap of money for it. And I'm like, meh. So it doesn't have an intrinsic worth that then money gets tied to and that's its value. It doesn't work like that. But because worth and value and money feel like they're so tied up, people get confused about it and they start to Mm. tie their worth with their wealth, their worth with their ability to receive, their worth in their bank account. They're not yeah. the same thing and each one of us is 100% worthy because we were that baby who deserved all the things and they are still that now, yeah. you're that, I'm that. Anyone watching is exactly that. We deserve all the things. It's not It's not about earning it and even especially with money, when you get deeper into the work, you start to realise that it's not about earning it, it's about opening the flow to it because you deserve all the things. You already do. You're 100% worthy. You, what, what changes? is your ability to feel your worth, your ability to acknowledge your worth. But your worth is always 100% and it can't get any bigger because it's like maximum already. But it 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 can't dig either. So
0: do we then need to separate our worth from our wealth or just expand more into our worth?
1: Expanding into your worth is always going to be a good thing and there's there's no right answer for this because different things work for different people. So for some people who yeah. might be listening at, like tying those two things together, so connecting to your worth and then expanding to the money might really work, for the next person it's better yeah. to disconnect them completely and just connect into the yeah. worth and then do separate work to kind of open up the flow to money. Um, but they're yeah. tied together because we tie them together, um, but they're actually separate yeah. because the worth is untouchable. Nothing changes it. That the amount of money you're allowing
0: to your experience is variable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about, I was thinking about this before, is what about when for someone, because oh, I was thinking about, you know, coming onto our chat today and I was thinking, okay, well, what's my relationship with my worth and my wealth? And what, what came to mind was for a while there, like, you know, twenty more than 20 years ago, um, I went through a stage where I would literally give away thousands and thousands of dollars. And so it was that relationship where I, you know, I've always been a hard worker. I've made money, I've made lots of money, but I would literally give it away. So, and I feel like a lot of people is like, you know, a lot of people will earn it and then spend it, you know, it's like they can't hold it in, they don't have the capacity to hold it. What is that about?
1: Again, it can be about a lot of things, but what I would suggest to you and anyone having that experience is to do the work to get in touch with your personal money energy, because there are a lot of different reasons that can lead to that same thing. And, like, that that whole thing we talked about at the start in terms of people feeling like money's bad and it's greedy to have a lot and, you know, you need to earn your money and you need to earn your love and you're a good person if you give away and if you put yourself second and if you take care of others first um, is a really common thing, especially for the heart-centred people. The idea that it's selfish to build your worth. We even deny our actual Mm -hmm. desires often because we think that they're bad or greedy or, you know, we put all these blocks on ourselves that aren't necessary. And like we really need to disentangle that whole idea of good person and money not going together. Yeah. Because yeah. You, can, you can put resources to such incredible use on this planet, but you can kind of give it mm. away indiscriminately also. Like, you know, give, giving away money is not necessarily always a good thing. It often is, but there needs to be discernment in how we're working with it in ourselves and in our actions in the world so that they line up. You don't want to just be accidentally getting rid of money because money feels still tainted to you and that hasn't been cleaned up yet because you lose the ability to have massive impact in the world.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Why in doing that, why
0: do do we lose the ability to um, have massive impact in the world?
1: Because if you're being driven by programming without realising that tells you money's bad and you're a good person if you give it away, you can't fill up your own energy system fully and your own coffers also to then create um, the kind of impact that actually having money can create. Like whether we like it or not, our current model is we live in a society where money equals decision-making power and the ability to create change. And currently, like the way the system's been structured, it's the generous, heart-centred people who push the money away because they don't want to buy into the system and then can't create any influence. And it's the people who don't care about making sure that everyone has got all those resources who take them and they've got the decision-making power on our planet. Yeah. And this isn't about yeah. good people, bad people, but it's about encouraging the mm-hmm. people who care about impact and want to help other people to open up to the power that comes with that and the impact yeah. that comes with that it's
0: huge yeah yeah so what kind of questions can we ask ourselves to identify you know where our relationship with our money energy and our worth as well what what kind of questions do we need to explore
1: Every single person on the planet by virtue of being human and alive has got so much inner wisdom. And I love that you said what can we ask ourselves because that process of going within, closing your eyes and actually asking, if you do that enough, you get answers and those answers are gold. Like you can work with yourself in a way that uncovers all of that stuff and it's powerful and it's beautiful. So I I would encourage, um, like I I said, I'll give you that meditation, but I would also encourage people to ask themselves the questions: how do I really feel about money? Yeah. Why do I want it? Why do I not want it? How much am I comfortable with? Mm -hmm. Why am I not comfortable with more? What am I making that mean? And even Mm -hmm. like you could Like a visualization is great for connecting into energy. You can imagine money. I've got another meditation about this. Imagine money as a character or a person or a being because you're having a relationship with it. So imagine them in front of you and have a dialogue, have a chat, and discover what it is you really feel when you think about money. Hold some money and really notice what happens in your body. There's a million ways to explore it, but everyone's got the wisdom and you can uncover stuff and start to clear it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love that and um, I'm just, there was something that come up there for me and I'm trying to tap back into what it was. Um, I think it's escaped me. Um, I am curious to know that those, you know, you guys who are watching, if you have any questions, um, I would love for you to ask them. And just because it's such, I think it affects us all differently, as you say. And um, But I love opening up that dialogue and having a conversation and, um, you know, and recognising that it is just energy and, um, and changing the dynamics in how we view it um, is totally different. I want to ask you then um, what in terms of like in terms of giving and you know it's that old traditional you know spend some save some give some um for those people who are as as you call them heart centered and you know are often giving and taking less of the piece of the pie which ultimately is you know saying that they're not worthy of it that someone else's Is more deserving. Um, And I think that's when being humble and humility, it's almost like the shadow side of humility, Um, you know, a little bit, which I've kind of, which has been in my radar, just I've been thinking about that a little bit lately. But I want to ask you then is for these heart centered people, how can we um, still give without?
1: sacrificing our self-worth. I would encourage people to do some more of that connecting into themselves because your deep wisdom knows when you're giving because you feel bad about yourself and you want to feel better or you don't want to be a bad person, When when you're giving from those shadow aspects as opposed to when you're giving from your heart. If you're working it out up here, just using your mind and doing calculations, it's unlikely to be your inner being prompting you to give. Giving is amazing, saving is amazing, investing is amazing, spending is amazing. It all has its own place and quality and none of it is bad. It's just when we're out of balance that it, A, doesn't create the result we want and B, ends up hurting us energetically. And the people who give away their money, money is an energy those people can look at other areas of their lives as well and they're giving away the energy in other ways like boundaries are a really important thing to create a healthy container to a hold your money and your money energy but b actually create intimacy which is the opposite of what people think of boundaries as we think of it as like a wall you know like people what you love is out there and you're going to put up this wall so they can't hurt you and you're in here but actually, when you've got a boundary, you can have like a circle around the relationship and then you have honesty and openness and flow and you say, actually, I don't really feel like doing that thing. And that's not pushing someone away. It's being authentic and genuine and real. So I would yes. invite the people who find themselves giving away their money to look at the places where they're giving away their energy and ask themselves why. What's the motivation for that? And that wisdom is inside of them.
0: Oh, I love it and i i want to ask you another question on that because that just kind of rocked my world a little bit um but i just want to acknowledge anna
1: <laughs> i just saw that too
0: <laughs> and i love it like anna's one of my favorite people on this planet and i love the way she rolls but anna says i love this i just got a notification of a royalty payment while watching this i love the way you jam girl i love
1: that's the best. And it just shows that this can be magical. Like it can be magical and easy and fun and light, like, like all of life can. It doesn't have to be this heavy, hard, ugh, you know.
0: How can we tap into that light, fun side of wealth?
1: Um, watch a little kid. And connecting to that unlimited possibility and that feeling that they deserve all the things and they should have all the things and that enthusiasm and passion for life. Kids and animals can be the biggest teachers and educators about reconnecting us to that natural place and actually sometimes use money for things that are really fun and feel what that feels like. Like think about what things, what magical, magical things you can bring into your experience when you open up the flow of money because, again, power, choice. They tend to go together with money these days in our society. So play, you can play around. You want to take a playful attitude to all of this. The more, the more you've yeah. got that playful, fun attitude, the more it all opens up to you rather than being serious. Mm, I
0: love that. That's I love. I actually just wrote a I wrote I um I read a email from Matt Kahn, and um he shared. I love his work. He's one of my favorite people in this space and um he was sharing something what he does about tapping like close your eyes think about your favorite holiday destination smell the smell feel what it feels like and different but you know he's saying that you know take the attitude of being on being on vacation wherever you are even at your even if you're at home or working or whatever and that's you know and when you were saying that we can do the same thing with money and yeah. tapping into what we can buy and what that feels like and how much fun we can have and the impact that we can make so similar kind of thing right is almost because if it's a feeling state then um that's something that you know that we can all that's an easy thing you can do anywhere anytime which is cool. I want to ask you about boundaries. You spoke about boundaries and money. I want to explore that more. Um, yeah, so tell me, about, tell me about boundaries and money and
1: how what that looks like. Boundaries and money is basically the same as boundaries and life. So it's just kind of like extending healthy, natural boundaries to encompass money as well. And, you know, when you've got the healthy boundaries and you're taking care of your own energy and being mindful and conscious in your actions, it just happens naturally. Like when you're authentic and genuine and real and conscious, you naturally know what feels right and what doesn't feel right. And that's the same with money when it comes to lending someone money, buying a gift, contributing to a project, borrowing money. Like if you're clean in yourself and you're being guided by your, you know, your guidance and your intuition, You make healthy, good, balanced decisions when it comes to money because you've got a healthy relationship with money. You're just clean and you're clear. And boundaries is a really good way of doing that. So checking in with yourself again about why do I want to not do this? Why do I want to do this? What's going on here for me? What am I making this mean? So that you get really clear and don't end up giving your money away just because, you know, you feel like you don't want to have too much of it because that would make you greedy or whatever's going on. Sometimes we give too much away. Sometimes we try to hoard too. Like, holding on to something when there's actually the desire. Like, some people need to do a course to really, you know, kick their life off and have them say, no, you can't spend the money or whatever the reason is that they're telling themselves that they can't spend, hoarding is bad boundaries too. It's always like giving it all away. So it's like about establishing a really balanced situation when you're clean and clear and you're following your, your intuition of what feels right for you moving forward. That, to me, is what healthy boundaries are beautiful
0: and what kind of boundaries could we like what kind of boundaries do you have what kind of boundaries can we start to perhaps think about implementing for ourselves so how how would anyone watching go okay cool I need to work on boundaries my money boundaries um where do we start with that?
1: I I would take them back a step and go back to relationship boundaries with people because it's a lot easier to see. And once you get the clarity on that, then it's a lot easier, especially if you've been starting to work with your money staff to kind of bring the money boundary into it. It's a lot easier to see when there's another person than if there's like an energy that you're trying to create a good boundary around. So how you do one thing is how you do all of that, you know. So how, how much you're taking, yeah, how you're taking care of your energy in your relationships with people gives you really good clues as to your hidden motivations when it comes to money. And, again, you can use your intuition. and You can ask yourself, think about an expense that you chose to either make or not make and then go back to it and go into your intuition. Ask yourself the question, should I have done that? Should I not have done that? Why? And compare that to what you did and it'll give you a little bit of clarity about how clean your decision was and that's not to beat yourself up it's to get the feeling of your intuition start to learn the language that it talks in because it's got a particular mm. language
0: yeah absolutely that's such sound wisdom right mm. there um i have full respect for that bella um i want to ask you I have a question. Um, I'm just trying to tap into it. Um, with I kind of feel like you know, with as you say, you know, how we do one thing is how we do all things, and that's I feel like with money as well. There's there's that ego, you know, kind of element to it as well. You know, it's that you know, well, where we over inflate
1: the worth so i will come back to saying that worth and money are not the same thing money is literally just what two people are willing to exchange so i will exchange this amount of dollars for this thing and it's not about the value or the worth it's about the value of the worth for that person possibly but there's no objective um, worth of the thing and the people themselves have always got a 100% worth it can't be lifted it can't be lowered so that stuff doesn't go together we just didn't mesh it and it's not helpful to do that so we kind of need to clear that up but in terms of ego I've got a slightly different idea about what ego does and how it impacts the money than what's out there in the world so I feel like ego again like money is quite a misunderstood thing and the reality is when um. When you feel powerful and when you feel full, you don't tend to be a bully. Like the people Mm. that exert too much dominance and power and try to prove their worth, they're not coming from a place of fullness. Mm. And I feel like the ego is actually those parts of us that are wounded or broken or have not broken, who are are wounded or have trauma or are carrying something that needs addressing. Mm. So any time stuff comes up, I'm like, hell yeah, that's awesome. What's going on with that part of me? What, what is the fear here? What's really deeply happening here? And mm-hmm. when you use that, like when you make friends with the money and when you make friends with the ego, you mm-hmm. can work with them to create, like, growth and expansion and change. Yeah. So when people have those fears come up, that is a brilliant chance to really look at what's probably been motivating them or impacting their creation or their life up subconsciously. It's mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. always trying to clear and heal. So yeah. so I think those those are real opportunities. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um how do we
0: know if cuz on the flip side of that, you know, you go if you're overinflating the value of something um from that um from that space, but on the other side is you don't want to sacrifice your or jeopardize or not honor your self-worth as well you know so how can you operate or what's that line of honoring your self-worth and valuing the service that you offer to not overcharging or thinking that it's worth some crazy amount that's really not coming from a heart-centered space
1: you decide with connection to your inner being and that takes skill to develop the ability to do that but but the other stuff is mind-based and it ends up being a calculation of this or that and it's not yeah. the real clear feeling and guidance that you get internally. And I'll, I'll tell you, I set my prices intuitively and I do like muscle testing and stuff with myself and yeah. there was a time, like, I, I had terrible money stuff and I started off charging $45 an hour and apologising for it. Like, I was oh. not comfortable with that. Yeah. So I've had to do a lot of work to clear this crap up in myself and I realised that the way to set prices so you're not getting into any of that head stuff that you were talking about before is to do it intuitively once you know the language of your own intuition. And I, uh, my guidance told me to increase my prices from $85 to $130 a few years ago, which was a pretty big jump. Yeah. And my personality was not okay with that. And I had this mm-hmm. massive tantrum and I kept testing, testing, hoping I was getting it <laughs> wrong and um, trying to get some clarity. But when you really get that guidance and you follow it and you notice that things go well for you, you start to trust it more and more and more. Yeah. Um, and minds have got such a limited idea and a lot of that stuff has got ego stuff and fear. And, it's again, great chance to look at that stuff and clear it and heal it and shift some stuff out of your way. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I feel like the real, real way to get to the answer to your question to find what exactly should I process that, is to, again, go within. Because deep mm-hmm. down, we we're so wise. We just forget and we don't yeah. check in and we just gotcha. eject from ourselves and into our minds. Yeah. and um, it, it doesn't you don't live in such a flowy happy way when you try and do it mind- based the mind isn't bad or wrong it's important but it's yeah. one part of your ability to process the world not all of it
0: yes that's right absolutely I absolutely love that and there's so much wisdom and gold in that you know and sound stuff that what I love about that is is that you know that's stuff that people can do right now you know yeah which is exciting. I find that exciting and I find it exciting that you know people can begin to explore this relationship that they have with their money and um and their worth and everything else because it's such important work. Um I really want to thank you for your time today. I was saying before you got on the call Technology-wise, this has just been one of the craziest shows I think I've probably <laughs> ever had. And I've done them sideways, upside down. It <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's been absolutely crazy. Um, but one question before we finish up on the call is what is turning you on at the moment?
1: This is going to sound like an ad, but I'm just answering your question honestly. I'm creating a membership and I am on fire. And I spent four hours this morning looking at the videos that I created to help bust people's paradigms about, like, what money is. And I am on fire and passionate about that because I feel like this is what I'm on the planet for, like to help people understand how to open up to this energy and have Mm. flow and freedom and power, like, in how they live their lives and their feeling within themselves because you can't ask an external thing to fix your emotional stuff. It doesn't work like that. But money, when you make friends with it, is such a tool and I just cannot wait for the heart-centered people to open up to that and change Mm. the world. So I'm on fire with that. I'm so excited. It is. It's good. And, you know, and we create that
0: gateway that and then it's like well if we can do this what else can we do you know and then the world just becomes this infinite playground where we get to make such an impact and money doesn't have to be a thing that holds us back and has so much power over us and that is really friggin' exciting so thank you so so much for being on the show today, being super patient with all the craziness. Um, but it goes to show the power of the conversation as well. Um, I want to encourage everyone who watches this to connect with you, to do the meditation if you can. Please pop the link in the comments. That will be awesome. And. Well really start to open up the conversation and explore our own personal money energy but thank you for being on the show but thank you for doing such important work in the world as well Um, and i really want you to know that it's been such an honor to be able to know that and to connect with you but to know that there's someone out there that's doing such incredible work and it's so important. And the two things that I'm so passionate about is people's worth and our wealth as well. And, you know, you are just as passionate and enthusiastic about spreading this as far as why. Oh, I did have a question. Sorry, I know I said it was, but I did and I was really curious. Is is that why the, the gender pay gap is so significant?
1: I, I think that it would be simplistic to say that's a hundred percent of the reason, but hell yeah, it's got a massive thing to do with it because women tend to be the heart centered, the nurturers, yes. Put yourself second. You learn that with. I'm not a mother, but I've watched my friends do it. Like you, you're second, you're third, you're yeah. fourth on the list. And yeah. you know, in order to have that money, energy that we talked about before, that healthy boundary, that has to be an honoring of mm-hmm. self and a putting of self first and taking mm-hmm. care of self, and then giving mm-hmm. from a full cup instead of from a place of depletion. So, again, it would be simplistic to say 100% yes, but hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I was,
0: when I was um, writing your intro, it just popped in my mind and I thought, I have to ask you that. So thank you so much. Thank you to everybody watching. And um, as I say, please connect and reach out to me because she is doing such important, incredible work. So thank you so much for being on the show and um, sharing so widely and great, greatly and deeply and everything else. I'm super grateful. And, um, yeah, thank you.
1: Thank you. I've loved it. It's been fun and a pleasure. Happy to do it any time because you're fun to chat too. I think we're friends now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we're friends now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, officially.
0: Okay, goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this epic conversation. I'm Renee Main, and I am over and out for now. However, we can continue this conversation on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash hedonistic queen, or jump onto the website, reneemaine.com.au and you can explore what your own hedonistic way might look like.